Super Talk Mississippi media production. And now it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Koshu. You know, I really enjoyed that conversation with Ken Starr. He's uh, obviously a smart guy. Uh, he's a wise man. And uh, he's got such a gentle communication style. And I think it's awesome that he's written a book about religious freedom and liberty. And he's written it in a way that, you know, someone in high school could read it. You know, that parents and grandparents could read it to their kids and grandkids. And um, I'm looking forward to reading the book. I think it says a lot about who we are as Americans. And it says a whole lot about who we are as coastal Mississippians. And as I talk about on this show all the time, man, we come together in times of crisis. It doesn't matter what our political persuasions are. What usually binds us together is need. But there's a lot of faith involved. There's a lot of uh, at the at the foundation. There's sort of this this religious, um, you know, foundation that makes us want to help our neighbors, and it's a big deal. And, and it's great that he's written a book about it. It's great that he's created this opportunity for us to focus in this incredibly divided moment that we're in in our nation's history about the role that religious freedom plays in making us better. Uh, better Americans at the end of the day. So now we're going to shift gears and move over to my friend John Ray from Gulf Coast Business uh, Furniture and uh, Supply Company. Uh, John's been on the f- uh, show before. He's someone I have a lot of respect for. Not only is he a good businessman, he runs runs that that uh, that that business with his sons Wes and Jake, but he's also incredibly dedicated to the community. And we'll talk a little bit more about that as well. But anyway, good morning to you, Je- uh, John. How you doing? Good morning, Rick. You're doing fine. Thank you. So let's uh, let's let's start from the beginning. I'm just curious. How are you guys doing? What how's business doing? Have you noticed a change in business since the Delta variant came on us? You know, sort of give us a, a sort of state of the affairs there at Gulf Coast Business for Furniture and Office Supply. Well, Ricky, we we're doing well. Um, naturally, when things started to calm down uh, prior to. Uh, the new variant coming around. Uh, a lot of supply stuff had really slowed down. We were focusing more on our contract furniture and our interior design department, uh, focusing a lot on uh, major bids across the Gulf Coast, a lot of new schools coming up. Uh, we're bidding on those projects and winning a lot of those projects. Um, we've got a young lady by the name of Alexia Cold on staff. She is an incredible interior designer. Uh, we're able to go in and do just about anything that uh, big boys could do uh, with furniture design. And uh, when we're not selling PPE supplies, we're, we're tackling furniture. Well, you know, you did a you did a big uh, addition to your business. I remember reading about the grand opening of it. How's, how has that gone for you? We, uh, we got through the expansion and the uh, grand opening. Uh, had the mayor, Billy Hughes, uh, come out and do the ribbon cutting. Wonderful event. Uh, we raised a lot of money for uh, St. Jude's Children's Hospital. And uh, we're, we're off and running. Um, looking forward to what the future holds. Naturally, everything going on right now with this new Delta variant has us uh, very concerned. And we've got our own bouts with uh, some COVID issues. and. Uh, Thank God that this uh, day approval has come out, and I think it's going to turn a lot of people away from um, being very skeptical about the, the vaccine, uh, the vaccination, and and probably move them forward and, and 
turn some heads and make some positive uh, outcome in, in the percentage of people being vaccinated. Uh, certainly hope so. You know, John, you've seen this on my Facebook page and to some extent on the Coast View page, but I have, um, you know, I've been very consistent about urging people to get the vaccine from the very beginning. I just felt like it's the one tool we have. And when you visit with people like Dr. Conger and you know Kent Nico from Memorial and Lee Bond from Singing River Health Systems, you can't help but but come to the conclusion that, as our governor says, this is a this current wave is a pandemic of the unvaccinated and i've really pressed hard and what what i've seen is of course you got those the anti-vaxxers that are going to kind of weigh in because they feel for some responsibility whatever i don't know what's guiding them but they feel a responsibility to really make their points made um, but the good news is this kaiser study that was done showed that there were still a large number of undecided people you know they're just trying to sort through all the misinformation and make the best decision for them and uh, i looked this morning at the at the rise in vaccination I mean, there, there has been a very, very, very substantial uptick in, in vaccination. So I think people, as people get their head around the current, you know, Delta variant and, and the difficulties that people are having with it, I think it's really driving people to to get out there and uh, and get vaccinated. And that is a really, really good move in the right direction for us to get ourselves out of this mess. We that's it still is the one tool we have. And you said you were dealing with it yourself. Have you have family members or employees? that have had to deal with COVID? Yes, sir. We've just got a couple of uh, situations with employees that are out right now in either quarantine or uh, uh, one employee with the virus right now, but a couple out with uh, quarantining because they were in close contact. Um, I can't tell you how many people or friends that I am uh, uh, close to that either have it or have had it or are still dealing with it way more so than the back uh, a year ago. And it seems to be worse to those that uh, certainly aren't getting vaccinated and thinking they've got this figured out. Well, uh, lo and behold, we just uh, realized we lost another dear friend to it. And it seems that every one of them, Ricky, every single one that once they're in that bed struggling for breath, they all say, I wish I would have listened. And I haven't heard one say uh, I'm still okay with it, that that is really down. Even if they come out of it, Ricky, uh, they're all saying, I wish I would have listened. And why wait till you get to that point before you uh, the facts and understand it is uh, really a lot safer than most people understand or realize. It's certainly a lot safer than if you got it and what the virus. And, And one thing I will add to that, Ricky, is uh, the people that got it last year, the long-term adverse effects that they're still dealing with that we don't know about uh, certainly are way greater than any adverse effects from the virus or the vaccine itself. Yeah, there's no, there's no doubt about that. And, you know, the, I like, I like sort of, you got to look at the data. The data is, is absolutely compelling. I mean, there's no, if you look at the data that's coming out of the local hospitals, that should get your attention. But when Lee Bond, and then I had the opportunity to visit with some of the critical care nurses at, at uh, Singer River Health System, you know, one guy who, his last words before he went on the ventilator and then ultimately died, his last words were, I wish I had not listened to my Facebook friends. I mean, you hear that over. Dr. Conger, Nicholas Conger, infectious disease doctor from Memorial, has said, 
repeatedly on my show that the one thing that this is just the same it's the same thing that you just said john that 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 this one sort of like common link with all of these people is this what he refers to as bedside regret you know they wish they had gotten the vaccine and now it's too late and i think what, as we know people who are either dying or have been challenged i think is even someone who may say i'm not going to get a vaccine but then they know someone who's really in difficult time i think it's hitting home with people and they're 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 making the decision wait a minute i got to i got to i got to go get the vaccination i mean i hope that more people will do that don't you yes sir and and i guess going back to social media and you're talking about Facebook and anything else where you're getting misinformation, uh, please everybody stop and understand, uh, read up on where that information is coming from because a lot of times it's just uh, hocus pocus stuff not true and it's just scare tactics. Uh, why they're out there, I don't know, but um, more than anything, uh, a smartphone uh, is a wonderful thing for uh, a lot of people can give you a ton of information right at your fingertips, but it's also uh, can be a terrible tool for those that want to uh, select and be very uh, selective in what they read and what they believe. It's just uh, you gotta you gotta weed through that stuff, and everything you read out there is not true. Whether it be pro vaccination or con vaccination, uh, we're starting to find out every day moving forward that there's more pros to the vaccination than there are cons. And certainly with the Delta variant right now, everybody needs to wake up and understand, get vaccinated. No doubt about it. You know, John, one of the things that lingers about you when I think about you, not only from our last conversation, but from knowing people like Jamie Bates, who I think is a, a terrific, you know, example of, of of the thousand points of light that I talk about all the time. I mean, he's working with um, homeless and and, you know, emergency response to disasters and whatever. But you're right there with him. You're right there with him. The thing that impresses me about you is that, you know, you have understood, and so many leaders, business leaders in coastal Mississippi get this, that the way to build a strong business, if you build a strong business, well, first of all, the way to build it is you got to stay connected to the community. You can't stay connected to the community and learn what you learn and not, as you grow your success, give back to the community. That drives you, doesn't it? Yes, sir. Um, Jamie's, uh, I call him Little Jesus, uh, from the bottom of my heart. He uh, He's out there in the front line whenever there's anything going on, whether it's COVID, whether it's a flood, whether it's a storm, uh, it doesn't matter. He's out there and, and I try to be a disciple for him and I try to be just uh, one of his one of his many arms that are out there and help him in any way I can. Uh, it's, it's just something God's called me to do. And uh, he was very instrumental and he even put me out in the woods, uh, Ricky, and we went out some of the, the Let, homeless let's, let's do this, let's do this. Let's go to the end, we're gonna, this is segment's over. When we come back, I want you to tell me about Jamie taking you out in the, in the woods. And then I wanna ask you about air purification, something you're really focused on. So when we come back, we'll continue our conversation with John Ray. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. 
Welcome back to Cozy. I just picked up my phone. I'm having a conversation with John Ray, but John, I'm looking and just while we've been on the phone, so many people reaching out to me asking about my granddaughter. I, I really appreciate it. She's doing great, but I do appreciate the large number of people who have kept my family in your prayers. I really appreciate that. John, so we were talking about Jamie Bates and you said during the break, I, I want to say this on air, but Jamie Bates I had the opportunity to work with him at the Sun here for a number of years. You know, I was moving too fast in my prior world. You know, I don't have all this business responsibility now. I'm, I'm focused just on trying to bring as much focus to positive stuff as I possibly can. But what I've learned about Jamie, even after working with him all these years, is he really puts his energy where his mouth is, doesn't he? Yes, Rick. He uh, touches. Uh, should touch everybody when you meet this guy. He uh, it's genuine. Uh, he's up front. He's going to be on the front lines no matter what the need is in our community. Uh, whether it be a, a, a gosh, a, a burglar in the neighborhood, it, whether it be a flood, whether it be COVID, it doesn't matter. He's going to be out there trying to take care of the community and looking out for the community. And, and the one thing about Jamie is there's not many of him. He, he is going to organize. He's going to step forward when everybody else is talking. He's going to walk the walk. And um, he's a great man to get behind because uh, you always know when you wake up in the morning, uh, that he's going to have something on his plate that we're out there trying to help the community with. Yeah, and we don't have time for it because I want to make sure we talk about the uh, feeding healthcare workers. But he took you in the woods to show you the homeless community because he knows where they all are, and he he makes no. I mean, he literally could draw a map on where the needs are, and he's staying in touch with what those needs are and trying to match those needs with people who can give. It's just incredible. I'm glad to hear you're kind of matched up with him. You and he are doing some work now to unleash another effort to, to uh, feed healthcare workers, which is what you guys did during the last wave. What's the latest on that? Well, we just got back together because of this, uh, you know, more and more nurses are being called from uh, secretarial duties where they might be uh, well into their career and, and being asked to get back on the floor and help with all of the needs with vaccination or infusions. And, uh, more so now than ever, uh, we are going to step forward in the next couple of weeks, put this thing together. Uh, it kind of slowed down when things started turning in the right direction with the last wave. But now that this thing's back in, uh, in front of us like it is, uh, we are going to be, we're, we've been in touch with uh, Oshner, Sing River uh, Health Systems, um, Biloxi Hospital, Gulfport Memorial, we're going to be out and in touch with those guys real soon. And we're going to get all of these healthcare workers a hot meal. Um, we're going to figure it out. We're going to need some help. We're going to need some help from our community leaders. And uh, we're probably within a month away of actually cooking some hot meals for these guys or these women and men that are up front and fighting this war with us. As just a show of appreciation, I shared a wonderful note from someone this morning, just an absolutely special note about healthcare workers and 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 us to keep them in our in our hearts and prayers. Boy, do they need our help! What I witnessed the other day was 
beyond the Call of Duty war zone. Hey, John, real quick before we leave, um, you got you've got a technology that you're using to purify air. Real quick, what's the headline on that? Rookie, it's been around for some time. Uh, you've seen UV lights and uh, how it kills germs and viruses, but now we've got something from uh, Inspire Technology that actually kills viruses in the air as well on surfaces. So a simple uh, machine put in your HV system, HVAC system or a unit on your wall that recirculates the air and purifies the air and kills mold, mildew, viruses, anything in the air, but not only on the air, we've got a product that kills it in the air as well as on surfaces. So all of these school districts that are struggling with uh, having to shut down, uh, a lot of these school districts have yet to make the uh, substantial investment in something of this sort uh, that actually is an answer rather than a Band-Aid. Uh, so if any school districts are out there, please get in touch with us about what this uh, incredible opportunity is to use some of these federal funds to actually solve a problem rather than put a Band-Aid on it. You know, putting a mask on, uh, putting gloves on certainly helps, but uh, over 50% of indoor air quality uh, is poor. And if you're increasing your air quality, 90% uh, of the time we spend indoors. So why wouldn't we be concerned about that air quality indoors? Uh, everybody understands that uh, if you're gonna go outdoors and uh, have a public event, there's not near as much concern, but if you're gonna be indoors and you've got people together, air quality is certainly something that we need to be looking at first, not last. Well, John, thanks for bringing that up. That's obviously something we all should be thinking about. and. Um, man, God bless you for your continued community leadership. Uh, congratulations on holding your own through the pandemic and uh, and on your expansion. And, uh, you know, I look forward to staying in touch with you. Tell Wes and Jake we said hello, and let's, uh, let's come back together again in a month or so and see how things are going. Keep doing a good work, Rick. Thank you. Thank you. And we're going to also talk about more about how we can help you as soon as you got more details on feeding healthcare workers. So without any further ado, uh, really enjoyed that conversation with John. Have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Follow Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.